Jag off and welcome to uh Fast Custom Shirt Chicago Land podcast sponsored by DWN Productions here on the Pola Sausage Eating Podcast Network. We're here to welcome you all today for a very special, special episode. Extra, extra windy down by the lake. Uh Joel will be with us in a second. And uh he'll he'll talk about uh he'll He'll talk about being a fucking liar. I was informed that he was sick. I was. It turns sick. out he was not sick. I was sick of this fucking podcast. Is what I was sick of. Mm. Uh, first of all, Tom, let me tell you about my week. Uh, we heard about your week. We heard about your, you know, sickness, and you're, you know, barely making it to the shitter. Sometimes making it to the shitter. Sometimes not. I should say, and you know, we've heard about uh, your depression and all that, and we're all on your side, Tom. We want. Hey, you thanks to- for listening. You know, yeah, <laughs> we're there for you, Jelly Roll. Um, yeah, you know how uh, on like some SUVs and trucks, they have the uh, the spare tire on the bottom, you know, underneath the carriage of the car. Uh, yes. My vehicle's like that. I always thought that was stupid because you get a flat, it's hard to fucking get to that thing, you know. But anyway, what do I know? All I know is I hit a bump the other day and then heard like something pop. And then I look in my rear view and I see my tire bouncing. (laughs) A car swerves to fucking miss it. It's like, well, shit, I guess I ain't got a spare now. Rust? Probably. Probably yeah. rust. So, folks, check for rust, you know. Uh, get some rustolatum. I don't know what the hell you do in that. Wait, case. what was that word you said? Rustoleum. Rustolatum. There you go. Right. <laughs> Rustoleum is just spray paint. So, I don't know how that would help you anyway. But, uh, yeah, there was that. 
there was that, Tom. And then uh, celebrated the loss of the tire by doing some drinking on Friday. Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, Roop, he uh, passed some test he'd been studying for at uh, at uh, wherever, Home Depot, where he works for a long time. So he, I don't know, got some new title added to his name. So he wanted to do some drinking. So he came over and we did some drinking. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. Saturday, what did I do Saturday? I don't know what I did Saturday, but Sunday, Lisa wanted to go to the uh, Holistic Fest. You know what a Holistic Festival is, Tom. Yeah, what I uh, assumed yesterday, it was uh, a bunch of sick people who uh, aren't on medication or anything gathering together to buy, like, rocks and opals and shit to rub on their foreheads or stick in their penis holes and hopes that they get better. There was uh, some rocks and crystals and stuff so but that's not the the crust of it. Um, this is a this is a bunch of uh attractive white women that look like they have money and uh look like they're looking for answers, Tom. They're looking to fill a void that they have in their souls. Mm. And if you go to this holistic festival, a bunch of people will jump out, "Hey, you know, try our you know soul cleansing whatever you know of course they're being very <laughs> peter popoff's there selling his fucking garbage water hello sir you know this uh method that we've used for millennia has you know it's they're very much in the hard sell at the holistic festival you know we kind of just kick back at our table somebody comes and tell hey what's going on blah blah, blah. now nah, these fuckers are going to jump right in front of you and start selling you shit and it's one of these things, too. It's like, hey, they're going to fill spots however they can. There was three fucking gutter people there, you know? Gutter? Hey, oh, you mean, I thought you meant, like, garbage people, but you're talking oh, no, about the shit on the house. Plenty of that, but, you know, uh, yeah, the shit on the house for when it rains, catches the water, you know, throws it off to the sides or whatever. Three different ones selling you, like, fancy gutter systems or whatever. Uh, one guy that kind of cornered me, he was selling insurance for when you die on the road. You know, it's insurance to uh, get your body back, you know, because it costs money to bring your body back. And he was telling me about all these laws that was interesting as shit, but I wasn't going to buy no fucking insurance. You know, um, he was saying, like, if you die in Oklahoma, the law is they have to take you to one of their funeral homes first. And that you got to go pick up your body, the body from there, if you decide not to use their services. Which uh, you should have said, hey, you fuck, I'll just have them cremate me there and then mail it back. That'll save a lot of fucking money. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they do. That's how my fucking uh, dad was sent back. They cremated him, then sent him back in the mail. <laughs> uh, yeah, with me, whatever's the cheapest option, you know, fuck it, bury me in the back with the dogs. You know, I'll be, I'll be, my soul will be, you know, in very harmonic balance, Tom. Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of that shit. There was a lot of people selling soaps and jewelry. And uh, one guy selling a bunch of, I guess, Indian, you know, Hindi masks and everything. And they had performances, you know, like they had a, uh, 
a belly dance troupe, but not one of these women look Persian to me, Tom. <laughs> and you know what Persians look like after watching all the films in the Wishmaster franchise. Right, exactly. <laughs> I know what they sound like, what they look like, what they wish for. Um, and the band, the band, which was really good playing that, you know, Persian belly dance type music. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They were fucking good, but again, it was like four white dudes, and I'm thinking, man, what, you know, puts it into these guys that, you know what, I need to put together a fucking Persian band that plays belly dance music. I don't know, but they did, and they sounded pretty good. Um, I don't know, I didn't look around to see if any actual Persians were there looking like all insulted or whatever, that they're making a mockery of, of their uh, heritage or whatever, I don't know. I think belly dance originated with like slavery or something, but I don't know. I don't know. Weird shit. Weird shit. Uh, and then uh, came home and ate a edible thing, which I hadn't done in a while. <laughs> which I'm going to assume is a Delta 9 legal gummy. No, this was not from there. <laughs> uh, but this was like awesome this was like some of the best shit i'd had in a while you know to where i couldn't really fucking do anything i was just sitting there thinking you know thinking good thoughts and it was really cool and uh it was all good and then like a storm blew in and it's like oh shit i left that umbrella thing up you know i gotta go take it down so the wind doesn't blow it blow it the fuck away or whatever and i did that i struggled with that for a little while you know that wasn't really operating at my best and then Lisa sticks her head out and says, hey, can you uh, pull my car into the garage? It's supposed to hail. Sure. So I did that. And it took me like 30 minutes. Because I kept pushing it in. It's like, no, this isn't right. And, you know, going out and, you know, straightening back up. And then just sitting there for a while thinking about shit. And, yeah, it took me like 30 minutes. And I was like, hey, man, I'm really fucked up. I need to just, like kick back and enjoy this can't let anything you know fuck up this good high that i've got i certainly can't do the podcast because i can't talk and that would definitely fuck up my high so yeah so yeah i was sick sick of this fucking podcast um yeah i was uh with and you I laid once down. i laid down the whole rest of the night and just like not really sleeping but just thinking yeah you were with me once uh when uh you were on edibles and i was getting half mad because i thought you were fucking with me because mm -hmm. you just had one gummy but i guess you just turned into a fucking retarded person <laughs> and that was the problem <laughs> yeah i don't even know what that was that we had uh out there but i mean i don't do a whole lot of drugs since i was in fucking early college you know i don't you know all i do is drink which i shouldn't even do that but yeah, I'm getting, I'm what? Oh, I'm gonna embarrass that I got fucked up. So we no, no, fuck. I wish alcohol would do that to me. I wish I could get drunk after two beers, man. That would be fucking awesome. You know, certainly wouldn't be putting on this fucking gut. That's for sure. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've been I've been sober for a little over a week now and lost seven pounds. <laughs> See what a difference it makes? It's something. Man. But I was also violently pissing out of my anals all week. Well, there's so. that too. You are doing like a, a 
purge and <laughs> an abstinence thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say abstinence. I did a round of fucking, but definitely, <clears throat> definitely no drugs or alcohol. Which I don't know. Granted, I've been sick. But I haven't been like, oh, baby, I need a motherfucking drink. I need to get <laughs> some weeds in me. I guess everybody's different. But this shit, oh, the bottle will get you. How much I fucking drink. You'd think I'd be like, oh, I, 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 need, I need to get some boot. No, maybe some people out there are just fucking pussies and they want you to feel bad for them. I, I think, think that has a know, lot to do with it. Most of them drink like hard liquor, which I mean, you do from time to time, but not as often as you do with beer. You know, I think hard shit. Liquor. I haven't had liquor in I don't know how long. Honestly, fucking months and months and months, maybe over a year. No, I take that back. Let me step back. I'm a fat man, so it'll take a minute. At Frightmare, I did a shot of tequila with Brian and Cheech. Mm. Yeah, so, but yeah, like one shot spread over, you know, if somebody's like drinking liquor every day and like the way that we drink beer, that's definitely going to have a harder toll on your body. But you're not going to put on as much weight because the beer fucking <laughs> has all these fucking calories and shit. Liquor, not so much. The liquor has a shit ton of sugar in it, depending sugar. on what the fuck you're drinking. Yeah, there's that. Especially <laughs> rum. Which is just fermented sugar cane. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not passing judgment on anybody. You know, we've all got our vices and we all do our things. Uh, but whatever. Tom thinks you're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Bitch ass motherfucker. God damn pussy ass. <laughs> do what you want. Just don't hurt anybody. Yeah, that's the main thing, you know. That's the main thing. All right, bye. <laughs> Hope you got something out of Boy this episode, you fuck. <laughs> so did you talk about all the movies you watched? Or just a select no. few from the Wild Eye? Yeah, I just did the Wild Eye shit. I figure we'll get that out of the way since I said I was going to give the fucking movie away that day. I didn't want people being like, oh, these fucking bitch. God damn, never trusting them again. Yeah, the three so people. I got on here. <laughs> I, hey, at one point, we had seven going strong, and then I started talking about shitting up the wall and lost them quick. Yep. Oh, Tom. Yeah, it was fun reading those fucking stories people wrote in. I had a good laugh with that. We had I, good entries, but I agree with you. The the person that Juan Corey should have won. I thought his was the best, and uh, it was very a confessional type thing you know yeah that that seemed like hey man if you're a gay man that's fine i don't yeah. give a fuck make our jokes whatever but it doesn't matter but that sounded like some experience went uh -huh. into that tale <laughs> speaking of experiences going into the tale brian hit me up and said his story was true except for the chupacabra stuff <laughs> oh man really so I guess he was reading some fucking Satanist book about turning into a werewolf and got drunk and pissed in a drain or whacked off in a drainage ditch or whatever the fuck yeah. he was. I don't remember about. that, you know, and I've read all of that idiot Anton LaVey stuff. Uh, yeah. 
but I don't remember that. I, I know there's a, a a thing. He has like a whole chant to summon Cthulhu, you know, even though. Baram you. Baram you. It's from Babe, you see. I know. Is this thing charging? What the fuck? Excuse me. There we go. All right. Oh, Tom, I watched yet another season of Rick and Morty, season six, mm. which... Uh, ah. <laughs> it's about what I think of that show. The phone didn't even want to hear you're it. Not a, you're not a Rob Crob <laughs> guy, but uh, it wasn't as funny as the past seasons. They maybe, I don't know, want to hang it up or something, but it was still funny. Just it had nowhere near the cleverness that the the past seasons had had, and I noticed that they're just cussing a whole lot more. I know some people that's funny enough. I guess oh, hey, these cartoons are cussing. That's that's hilarious, but uh, nah, it's got to be some cleverness behind it. Uh, like I said, still worth a watch. There was some good shit in there, and uh, I'll watch another episode if they. Uh, for just one if they come out with it i mean what the fuck else am i gonna do you know better myself nah. i was just waiting for it to fall <laughs> it's just like slowly <laughs> tom what'd you watch oh sh joe it's gonna be a while so wait never mind what the fuck did i watch joe I watched a uh, South African movie. You know anything about South Africa? I thought we were going to wait to get to Nemesis 2. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll talk about that. But, uh, hey, Joe, you know anything about South Africa? South Africa, um, yeah. Parts of it are still like jungle land. Parts of it are just big slums. Uh, and then parts of it are for the rich white people, you know, hotels and stuff. Yeah, I thought uh, most of South Africa was uh, like all white people and shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess not, Joe. I guess not. Uh, I watched a movie called Ghetto Goblin. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of this one. It's about a whore in the ghetto that goes around gobbling up dick. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's about, I forget what the fuck the monster is in their fucking folklore. The Tamamamalu or some fucking shit like that. It's uh, some kind of fucking goblin that fucking fingers women or some shit. I don't know, Joe. The character in this movie who was given like all the information and exposition and shit was speaking in fucking, uh, what the fuck was that? Uh, language Zulu and legitimately at times he was speaking in clicks like other people were speaking in English and shit but this guy was just going with his fucking Zabumafu language and clicks and shit no subtitles I even stopped it to is there an option to put some subtitles on this motherfucker or some shit nope Still watch the whole fucking thing, Joe. 
I thought it was going to be one of those fucking uh, Nollywood movies that we taught like fucking six, seven years ago. Yeah. It was not that. This, uh, for what it was, it was what, like, it's fucking weird that there's still like third world country Bushmen shit out there. Like, I understand there is, but it's just fucking weird with all the technological advances and everything in the world but yeah so uh these group of uh, zulu warriors got together to make a movie about this uh goblin i'm not sure how the goblin comes to be because once again clicks and whistles and shit but i guess this fucking businessman makes a fucking deal with the town witch doctor or something in his little hut like the people around the town they have their fucking like normal houses they're all right you know for a third world country and shit whatever like they're nice houses they got tile on the floor and shit the water doesn't look that brown when it's run from the sink (laughs) but uh he goes to this witch doctor's fucking hut where it's like it has a midget door on it, where it's like a three-foot door where they got to do that shit or whatever to get in. So they're doing all the shit, and that's all the, hey, you're going to have to take care of this goblin or whatever. So that shit happens. He has this hollowed-out gourd that fills with blood that he keeps in his uh, cabinet. Uh, he fucking says shit to it. One time he drinks the blood and then this goblin goes and fucking fingers women to death. And then he wakes up in the morning and his cabinet's filled with Nigerian money. Not Nigerian, but Zulu money. So uh, the dude's like, oh, I don't, I do not want this anymore. No, I don't know why it sounds like he works at Dunkin' Donuts in the 1990s. So he's the one summoning the goblin? Yeah, it's like a pact or something. Like they're inter they're interlinked. I dude, like I said, all the exposition and shit you needed to know was spoken by this witch doctor character throughout the whole fucking movie, and he wasn't speaking English. Everybody else was but him. Yeah, well that's I'm trying to say, does he summon the goblin or is he turning into the I, goblin? Is he, he like summons it, up? I guess. Like, oh, what did the Hulk get me into this time? Well, I mean, he wakes up like, oh, Mios, Dios, but they're two separate entities. Okay. Like, they're linked, but he's not fucking, I'm going to finger this girl. He's fucking sleeping or whatever, and this shit's just happening. It's worth watching (laughs) to see, like, what the fuck they're doing down there you know if you're like interested in different cultures movies and shit maybe the only foreign movies you watch are from japan or whatever and have godzilla in it i only watch foreign movies yeah fuck yeah french piece of shit (laughs) but uh yeah i mean it was it was okay i was expecting like hot fucking garbage to giggle at but it was compelling enough that I only knew half of what was happening and I still watched the whole motherfucker. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Like I said, it was it was called like Tamamaloo or whatever the fuck this <laughs> thing's called. And 
South Africa. But for some reason, the racist fucks at Sony thought, oh, we'll just black people in it. We'll rename this Ghetto Goblin. Got me to watch it. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that says. But again, I didn't name it that shit. So it's on Tubi if you're interested. <laughs> it's not like funny bad. It's commendable for sure. But uh, have a witch doctor by you so he can tell you what the fuck's going on. I'm still, I'm not fucking sure. At the end, doesn't matter. I mean, at the end, who cares what happens, really? Yeah. Watch it. Don't. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Uh, Tom, I watched Tin Can. Mm, classic. Science fiction film that uh, there is a plague that is... Uh, infecting humanity it's not turning them into zombies you know hey that's what the, the fuck did you say time. you watched tin can okay so i guess there's two movies called tin can and i'm thinking of the other one okay maybe i don't no, know maybe that was tin cup tin cup yeah that's a different movie about golf yes <laughs> and there's a movie called pushing tin about airplanes or something and then there's Rin Tin Tin, who is the dog. <laughs> but this is Tin Can that I'm talking about. I'll say, so this lady, doctor, you know, so it's science fiction. Uh, like said, what? Is, uh, she's got the cure. You know, she's about to unleash it, goes outside for a smoke, and then like a brick knocks her out and breaks her, uh, I don't know, air purification suit. And she uh, wakes up. And she's like in a life support system and she's like in a little vial, you know, in a tin can, Tom. Pretty much she's in a can. And, you know, she's trying to figure out, well, what the fuck am I doing in here? You know, how am I going to get out of here? And she's able to hear other people. There's other people in tin cans too, Tom. And the immediate thought, you know, even when you read the synopsis, okay, this is just fucking Cube. Like, how are they going to get? But it's not like Cube. It's uh, because they're not going from tin can to tin can. You know? It's just they're stuck in there. And part of it is just the ex exposition between her and the other characters. She also has flashbacks to some shit that was going on before the plague and all this. And dude she met that she worked with. And, uh, and then eventually she gets out of the tin can, Tom. Turns out they're on a on a big spaceship and a lot of the humans have had to alter their bodies cybernetically. Tom, a lot of this shit going on these days in movies cybernetically. So they can survive the plague and it's trying to figure out, well, Hey, should we be cyborgs? Are we going to retain our humanity? You know, a lot of questions this movie gets pretty heady. You know, there's shit in there about revenge, all kind of, it's fucking good, but it's hard science fiction if you're into fucking star wars you're not gonna like this because you gotta think all right if you just want like you know fucking swords this isn't the movie for you if you want these little fucking baby yodas this isn't the shit for you i want diabetic muppets playing the clarinet is yeah. that in this movie stick with that idiotic bullshit on the side <laughs> of the fence and i'm gonna gatekeep the smart science fiction in fact none of y'all listening to this show watch this <laughs> so you're saying it's not entertaining and pretty fucking rubbish i liked it <clears throat> tin can 
So did they get shrunk down, or were these really big cans? No, there's no raccoons fucking running around with them or little baby plants saying the same fucking line over and over, and you just fucking, well, they said it enough times, I guess I'll say it's cute. It's not fucking cute. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so were they shrunk down, or are these just really big tin cans? Don't worry. I'll wait for the answer. They're big tin cans, you know, even bigger than a, like a water heater. Do they have Bush's labels on them? No. Oh, well, that's a shame. Because, you know, they do sell those gallon-sized cans. You know that, right, Joe? What's that? They sell those giant-sized can of beans. Yeah, they do. Like a gallon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. It's easier just to buy a bag and make them your own. It takes a while, you know, and you got to let the beans soak overnight. But that's the way to do it. You know, some real borracho beans. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what did you watch, Tom? I don't know. I'll look at the list. <sighs> I was going to say I watched Tin Can. But I wrote that down for the <laughs> summary later because that's what you watched. You see, I watched. Uh, I get it that you're still a bit disoriented from all the shitting you've done over the past few days. Today was the first day I shit solid. All right, I was pretty happy about that. It was still a few times today, but at least my asshole opened up, so that <laughs> was nice. And I drove to Walmart today. This was like the first time I drove in a week. It was kind of foreign for the first minute or so. I was like, do I remember this car driving like this? Is something <laughs> fucking wrong with it? What's that noise? Yeah, no. I made it. All right. And then I went into Walmart and coughed on everybody. <laughs> fucking pricks. Joe, I watched two Wingshauser movies. And lucky for us, one of these Wingshauser movies called... Blood Money, a.k.a. something else that I can't remember, starred your favorite and co-starred your favorite and mine, Robert Zadar. And any time we bring up Robert Zadar, I get to hear one of my favorite stories, Joe. So for anybody who may not have heard it the three or four times that it's been said before, why don't you regale them with one of the greatest convention stories I've ever heard. He comes to my table, you know. I don't know if he's fucked up or if he's just, you know, because the guy's odd looking. You don't know if he just talks weird or whatever. You know, I haven't met him. Who am I to judge? But as he's talking, you know, really animated guys, he's talking, his pants just fucking fall down. Just fucking fall down. And, you know, some guy that was, I guess his handler, whatever, rushes and starts pulling him up for him. Or whatever. I guess this wasn't the first time this happened during the course of the day. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what was his underwear like, Joe? I, I tried not to look. I tried to hurt my eyes. Uh, <coughs> you didn't want to see if his fucking bulge had a giant chin, too? I was kind of trying to pretend nothing had fucking happened. You know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, come on. You're selling t-shirts, you can at least look at my dick. 
I think there's kids around here. Can you take him back to his table? <laughs> no, there's a pile of shit on his chair. We're waiting for somebody to come by and clean it. That's why we're here. <laughs> oh, I understand. Anyways, let me try and remember Blood Money. I watched this one when I was pretty fucking sick at the beginning of last week. So going to be a little hazy. I remember it being worth a watch, if that fucking means anything. You got Wingshauser, Robert Zadar, and someone else might have. Yes, Karen Black was also in it. So uh, Robert Zadar is a shoot first and ask questions later, L.A. cop. In the fucking movie, they say he's solely responsible for 10% of the homicides in L.A. <laughs> Hey, you know why I pulled you over? No, I don't. Blah! He's like that motherfucker just ready to shoot a cocksucker in the fucking face for nothing. <laughs> uh, he was in Vietnam or the big one, some war with Robert Zadar, and they have fucking flashbacks to that, which a uh, little bit better than the flashbacks in House. Uh, they get out <laughs> of the war. Robert Zadar becomes a uh, crime boss. Some would call him a kingpin because big fat fuck wearing suits. And uh, Wingshauser goes and he becomes a drunk cop who gets to fuck big titty broads. Wingshauser had a good run, man. Just playing a drunk fuck, being able to shove his face in between all these fat tits. <laughs> he had a good run. But, uh, uh, he gets fired for shooting a month, shooting like three or four motherfuckers at a pawn shop. And then Karen Black says, uh-uh, I'm an FBI agent, honey, and we're putting him back on the case because we need him. And he does. And uh, it's good. <laughs> now, the more I'm talking about remembering it, it's good shit and definitely worth a watch. Uh, I know I've been fucking every week. It seems like I'm watching fucking eight Wings Hauser movies. Yeah, it's but, like uh, you found your your uh, <laughs> your new fandom, you know, over the past two years. I got something to live for. Yeah, fucking when we first watched Vice Squad, before I even seen it, you were talking about it and you're just like, yeah, I'll watch anything with Wings Hauser, and I was like, who the fuck is Wings Hauser? Now you've never don't. heard of this motherfucker. <laughs> And now I've seen more movies of his than you have. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> back to my point, I went to the IMDb and including uh, TV credits, I think there was only like 22, 25, somewhere around their titles out of like 142. So I've barely chipped away at this fucking <laughs> iceberg. So, so there'll be more. Don't right. worry about that shit. Right. Uh, with Blood Money or whatever the fuck it's called, it's worth a watch. But then, Joe, after that, I watched a movie called Wilding. I think it's called The Streets of Violence or The Boys of Violence or fucking some erotic shit like that. With and, a Z? Uh, no, no. No, they're not rappers. Okay. So uh, in this one, Wingshauser plays a cop, and his partner is uh, John Travolta, 
His brother, Joey Travolta. Joey, the singer. <laughs> yes. He doesn't sing in this one, but uh, it's probably good. Yeah. Uh, in this one, the youth runs amok, Joe. It's one of these movies where, like, high school kids are, like, the most evil fucking bastards ever. And they just go around fucking raping and murdering and shit. And uh, it's up to old Wings Howers, Hauer, Hauser, to uh, fill them up with the long arm of the law. This one wasn't as good as, uh, what the fuck was it called? Blood Money? Whatever Wild the fuck they said this shit was. But uh, it's worth a watch just for the fact that uh, Wings Hauser turns a high school kid around, <laughs> points a gun at him, and says, Listen here, you fuck. <laughs> Laughed my ass off. <laughs> not the best, not the worst. I'd say watch it. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. Just a stupid fucking name. Wilding. <laughs> Like, I get it. Oh, man, they were wild and dog. But probably could have called it something better. Like, Wings Hauser shoves a gun in the teenager's fucking face and he pisses a little bit. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, that's uh, that's what the fuck I watched, Joe. All right. I, uh, I also watched Panther Squad. Mm. Starring Sybil Danning. And this one, um, Panther Squad. There is an environmentalist group that's sabotaging the space program. Space program has some new shuttle that's going to go up. But this uh, environmentalist did something to throw them off the trajectory. You know, what they don't want to happen is for space to get as polluted as Earth has become. Mm. Too late to save Earth. <laughs> they don't want fucking pop can rings wrapped around alien necks and shit. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, so yeah, so there's they've got a backup astronaut to the lady, but this environmental group, you know, they trick them, they kidnap this lady, so they call in fucking Sybil Danning. Sybil Danning's apparently the toughest, badassest uh, soldier of fortune or whatever around. She's the Felicia Rose of her time. Yeah. So she does uh, some pretty shitty martial arts against some people. She calls in some other chicks that are supposed to be babes, I guess. And they're really not. Uh, they're okay. You know, they're not ugly. Uh, they got some guns and they take on a small army. And I don't know. They're like cornered. But then Sybil Danning pulls out some gun from some case and it's like some kind of laser gun and it kills, makes five people disappear all of a sudden. This movie sucks. This movie's just fucking lame. It uh, it has zero nudity in it, which is, you know, when you watch a movie called Panther Squad and you got some bimbo on the cover, you think, hey, this is at least going to have some tits or something. Nope. None of that in this thing. So, this is a definite skip it. Panther Squad, Sucks, and especially for a Sybil Danning movie, they must have not had any fucking money right. at all yeah. if she didn't whip out the guns. Right? I mean, <laughs> what are you there for? You know, 
see that dude's pecs. Yeah, this isn't a Ray Harryhausen flick, you know? <laughs> you know. There's no class involved here. I mean, even in that, in Clash of the Titans, you've seen fucking Medusa's clay tits. Yeah, I think you got some side tit, too, on uh, Jason or uh, Sinbad and Eye of the Tiger or whatever. But not in this one. This didn't have the $25 to cover nudity fee, I, I guess. I, <laughs> movie was trying to have class, and that's okay, but you just ended up with a boring-ass flick. Which is crazy, because Grandma's naked and everything. After that, Tom, I, uh, I got a couple of screeners in the old email. And I said, oh, shit, you know, Tom must want me to watch these, he, you know. Sent these to my email, and he knows I look at my emails and post them with, if you would have sent me a text. You know, uh, so yeah, <coughs> couldn't get the first one to, to uh, play, so I emailed, and I thought I was emailing you, but I was emailing the guy. And he's like, oh, here you go, buddy. All right. So I watched Born to Raise Hell, Tom. Oh, shit. I made some appliances for this movie. Did you? I was supposed to go on set like and a like a dishwasher or a, an oven or something like that. <laughs> yes, I made a dishwasher <laughs> and a fucking electronic can opener. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was supposed to go up there and uh, apply the shit and all that, but for the price I would have to charge them. And especially the price of me not really wanting to go and apply makeup. And plus it was COVID time. It would just cost way too much, even with fucking uh, friend prices, because this is a friend. It's old Robert, not Wild Eye, but Crude Comics and Cinema, even though this movie will be released by Wild Eye. And uh, I want to say set around Halloween. But uh, yeah, even with the discount, I would I would have given him for being a friend. It just wouldn't be worth it for anybody for me just to go up there and apply the shit. So I made some uh, silicone slit neck appliances, if I remember. Does that sound correct? Yeah, I think there was uh, two slit necks in it. That, uh, that that was maybe the extent of their special effects. Uh, <coughs> it is based on the Richard Stark murders so this is a serial is that killer. tony's brother yes tony stark uh brother richard who had a tattoo on his arm that said born to raise hell tom and one night hmm. he uh he i don't know got into a a house that a bunch of nursing students were living in and uh killed like i don't know nine girls and raped maybe one of them but in this movie he rapes all of them tom uh not <laughs> They're showing you any real rape or, or nudity. There is a little bit of nudity, but the guy mainly dry humps them in this, you know, because they didn't pay his nudity fee either, I guess. So he keeps his pants on, just going to, you know, grinds against them or whatever. A lot of yelling from a lot of women. Uh, it is shot on video. It is uh, very, very economical. That's cheap. It's a cheap movie. And, uh, it's just not my kind of thing. You know, I, I didn't really care for it. I don't think any of the performances are good. If you're making a movie that takes place in 1966, uh, don't have centerfolds that this guy's looking at in his room that are like from 80s or 90s or whatever. You know, uh, do you a little bit of research on that. Uh, 
but it was only like an hour and 10 minutes long. So it had that going for it, but can't recommend this one. Can't recommend born to raise hell at all. Sorry. And I did try and watch these. It's not like I just passed them off to Joe, mm-hmm. but, uh, my fucking, I got, I got that old country internet out here and fucking this the second movie. It was like 30 some gigabytes, <laughs> which is ridiculous for a file for a screener to send somebody. Usually it's like one, maybe one something like every five seconds it would play. And then the wheel would spin and spin and spin for it to load tried to download the shit oh yeah this will be ready in 33 hours oh fuck me (laughs) so i tried i had a little better luck with the second movie but uh i was maybe able to watch three minutes of the next one combined with just like skipping through trying to get the story or whatever and i'm not sure that i did but hey If you thought Sin City, they just put too much money in that. I want something with a little less money. That's what I'm looking for. This next movie is for you. Joe, tell them all about, what was it, Protégé Maui? Maui, Protégé Moi. Ah. I'm the protégé. This movie, as Tom said, has a, a little less money and uh, than Robert Rodriguez had on Sin City, but they had enough to make a stark black and white digital prologue, I guess. It's telling you, like, hey, you know, the vampires rule the earth now, blah, blah, blah. But it's in a real, real lousy black and white. Like, really bad. You know, it's just like a solid black. Your character is white, and then you got these stark background. Uh, it's taking me out of it already. This whole prologue. And it goes on for a long time. And I'm thinking, holy shit, is the whole movie going to be like this? But no. I think after about 18 minutes, it reverts. And then it's like, oh, okay, this is, we're doing a movie style, kind of. Again, a nod to Robert Rodriguez. This is all green screen stuff. You know, you got characters and then there's like the forest behind them or whatever, uh, a castle behind them. And we're introduced to our characters as old cowboy that's hunting vampires. And we're introduced to a vampire king who's played by one of the Ramones. Uh, I don't know much about the Ramones. I don't know which one he is. I think they're all interchangeable to me. I I don't fucking know. I do know a little bit about the Ramones. Okay. And the little bit that I do know, all they wanted was to be sedated, Joe. Well, that was that was their goal in life was to be sedated. This guy playing the vampire king, he looks plenty sedated. Uh, it's also a story about a girl that he has there as his thrall. You know, he's got some vampire bitches that hang around him on his throne. You know, and they're all just fucking either scantily clad or topless at the. <laughs> This one girl, it's like she's kind of refusing. She doesn't want to be a vampire thrall. But he has her mom held captive. And so she's got to do whatever he says. But why don't he just fucking bite her? Turn her into a vampire and then boom, she's your thrall. I think she is a vampire, but that rule doesn't apply. 
in this movie. So uh, for uneducated Moes like myself, Joe, mm-hmm. what does this world word thrall mean? Thrall, it's just like his uh his fucking slave. It's you know, yeah, his slave. Okay. Willing slave. Yeah, uh, there was a part of this that I did see where uh, the Toxic Earth—I don't know if it's supposed to be the Toxic Avenger or some guy in a Toxic Avenger mask—gets mm-hmm. his head blown off. Yeah, I don't know. I know he's supposed to be like a like a retarded fella, but when I was watching it, I was just pretending like he was talking normal and it was just coming out muffled because he was wearing a mask. <laughs> so I thought that shit was pretty funny. I think for the money, or from what I've seen, the money they had, it was it was uh, creative, inventive, like, hey, good for you for you know doing that, doing this. I don't want to say different thing because it's very Sin City-esque. But, uh, you know, you don't see this often. So I was just like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool and different to what I could see in the three minutes of it. Well, it's like, a, like I put on my written review, uh, it, it has a lot of nudity. And it comes off like some of the erotic vampire shit that came out in the 90s. And I think if it had come out at that time, he probably would have had a big fucking following. You know, a lot of people would have gravitated toward this. Uh, it is what it is for for being like shot on video, green screen, whatever. It's okay, you know. Especially watching it back to back with Born to Born to Raise Hell. Uh, this is a it's a much better movie, you know. And it actually starts to work its storyline really well. It's not just the fucking murder like the other movie was murder and rape murder and rape this one even though it interjects a lot of scenes with women just dancing around naked but hey i'm cool with that you know that that's fucking that's See, a the plus. surgically enhanced asian broad she yeah. was in that for a while yeah matsuimi max she fucking Bless uh, you. dances around with the i don't know some with, with her pussy hanging out i did with see that spinning the fireballs around on her tits or something so very talented lady you know learned the secrets of uh, ancient Japan or wherever she's from and brought them to uh, the independent film industry. So uh, uh, how do you know her name? Did you look it up in the credits or is she from something that you've seen before? I don't think I've seen her in anything before, but random people will uh, post pictures of her on my feed. Probably Jerry will post a picture of her, you know, you know, she's, you know, to the max or something like says something like that with that or something. One of these uh, days, I'll post something non-perverted, and then I'll be like, "Wait, you posted that?" <laughs> I had seen him. He was uh had some pit pictures with old grandma at the gas station the other day, and usually he does that creep thing where he puts his hand around the broad's waist. Didn't see any hands around grandma's waist. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure if I looked, I'm probably sure she would did some modeling with Ken Marcus or one of those fucking erotic photographers or something. But, uh, so how yeah. do you know the names of erotic photographers? I do erotic art. Oh, uh, yeah. oh you're in the scene. I'm in the scene, Tom. No, hey. I wish I was, I wish I was. <laughs> then I would probably make some fucking money. 
you know, uh, probably more money than I would in the horror shit. We'll but, hit up my buddy Rudy at my pet monster girl. He'll <laughs> uh, he'll hook you up with all the uh, adult content tips you need. Is he a, a pet monster girl? I mean, I you know he is a performer in his own things. I don't know if he'd like to be called a monster girl. I but, don't think uh, the furry he fucks him. thing is what I'm headed towards, Tom. And you know, well, I'm... he makes rubber cocks too. So, <laughs> okay. If anybody out there needs rubber cocks, hit up a RCC creation to get yourself a nice rubber cock that looks like one of the xenomorphs. So anyway, the story, you know, it has a conclusion. It ends. And I thought, hey, that wasn't bad. That's a pretty good ending. Unfortunately, that's not the fucking ending because they go on to another scene that doesn't need to be in the movie. That's just like a a comical scene in a bar and your favorite, uh, Felissa Rose is in it. You know, again, why was, was her name enough to draw people to buy it or to throw money at your, uh, your Kickstarter or whatever? Maybe, maybe that was it. Her and David Sheridan are in this scene and it's just pointless. You'd already finished the story and I thought it was a good ending and then you fucking ruin it. With this last part, you know, if you, uh, you should do a version without that last part. You know, <laughs> sorry, Felissa Rose and David Sheridan, but, uh, <laughs> or put it at the beginning with a little yeah. thing. Let me tell you how we got here. <laughs> definitely put it at the beginning. That would work, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but no, definitely, definitely a much, much better movie. And if you're into, to the low budget stuff, this was a, this is a good one to watch, you know? Yeah, from what I've seen of it, all three minutes that I was able to watch, mm-hmm. like uh, if you had some buddies, some beer, and some legal marijuana and watch this, you'd probably have an all right time. Yeah. It, it's definitely not the fucking low budget shot in a weekend fucking bullshit. Oh, you yeah. You can tell no, there was no, time put, and effort put, they put into it. put effort into this for sure. You know, and, uh, and what they were trying to tell a story to me, that's the most important thing. You know, he had a whole plot going through there. So uh, check out Crude Comics and Cinema. I would assume it's crudecomicsandcinema.com. Just Google it. If you don't, he's also a prize fighter, so he'll probably kick your fucking dick in. <laughs> and I would assume he will kick Joe's dick in at the St. Louis or st joseph chili fest in a couple weeks or it's actually in kansas city proper this time mm, unbelievable yeah unbelievable they're having a, the same place two years in a row but hey mm. i don't have shit i fucking talked about everything i had dog yeah well that's it so i guess we're gonna i don't know hey joe do you like robots? You remember that split second when white broads, mostly beach bums, would fucking braid their hair? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of little braids like they were Rastas and shit? Yep. Are you a fan of that look? No, still to this day, I'm not a fan. I was at the Holistic Fair <laughs> yesterday, Tom, so I saw some of that shit, okay? Still a thing, 
and it still doesn't look good to me. But anyway, we're talking Nemesis 2 Nebula. The year is 2077, and the cyborgs have taken over the Earth. Humanity, they're just slaves now. But that's okay, because some human rebels have mutated some human DNA, and they're going to send mother and child back in time in a time machine that they have. I don't know where they got the time machine or what they did exactly to the DNA. But anyway, they sent her back in time. Mom is just going to leave the baby there in the fucking desert. You know, well, they fucking they end up going to Africa. Like yeah. they wind up in Africa, like fucking Africa. 1980 something or some shit. Something like that. And you that. know, it starts out, you're thinking like, all right. What kind of what kind of powers and shit did they do? What kind of DNA alteration did they do to this to this child to make it be the savior of humanity? Uh, got some muscles, new flips and shit, kinda. Yeah, that's about that's it. it. So yeah, so the mom's killed off by some rebels. Uh, local tribesmen show up, kill the rebels. And take the baby to raise it as their own. We fast forward. I don't know. So when you say tribesmen, you got to make sure we spell it out. This fucking lily white cracker is fucking jungle booked by a bunch of black bushmen. So this is pretty much like a weird version of the jungle book. This is like the jungle book meets Predator but nowhere near as good as either two of those movies. Right. Uh, Jungle Book being the better of those two also. But anyway... Son of a bitch. uh, She grows up, and as Tom said, you know, she grew up because of this enhanced DNA. She's a fucking bodybuilder. And, uh, yeah, she does not look good. Uh, Female bodybuilders, that's some weird shit to me. It is not attractive at all. Uh, the whole movie, I'm thinking, this is oh, this is a dude. Not not that there's anything wrong with that. It being Pride Month and all, you know. But uh, yeah, she wants to be a warrior, and they're like, hey, you can't be a warrior girl. So she has to pass the test. She does. She humiliates one of the other warriors. He vows to kill her. But fucking Nebula shows up, which is a fucking girl's name, and this is supposed to be like a male fucking bounty hunter. Weird. They should have called him Nebulo. Well, if you noticed in this movie, because our hero, her name is Alex, and that's a guy's name. But in the last, the first uh, Nemesis movie, all the girls had yeah, that's right name. You know, so it's a weird. There's some kind of subtext going on that I don't really give a fuck about. But anyway, more like Albert P. Yoon, because Nebula has a some kind of fucking visual distortion on him he's got a cloaking device kind of thing and so you can't really get a good eye on him but i would figure you could just aim at where you can't see right and shoot right there but anyway he hunts him down Your bullets have no effect on me yeah and he wants to take her back to the future i guess so they can <laughs> like that but movie yeah <laughs> save doc brown 
whatever. And uh, yeah, that's just her running away from uh, from Nebula. Uh, she was given a necklace too that says, "Hey, when the time is right, this necklace will show you all the answers." I guess the time wasn't right in this movie because they don't show us any fucking answers. Uh, she meets some other white girls in the desert, and as women do to each other, they double cross her and uh, can't be trusted. And that's it. Just a, a lot of shooting, a lot of explosions. The stunt work in this one is nowhere near as good as the first one. Uh, this girl, bodybuilder, whatever, she Ooh, is baby. not a great action star. She's not, uh, can't deliver her lines with any fucking kind of legitimacy or confidence <laughs> or anything. She's just uh, not very good. And surprisingly, she was never on American Gladiators. Mm. That was the first thing I looked up when I started watching this movie. I didn't look I her was... up. I'm figuring she didn't do much of anything aside from these, right? Uh, no, the Nemesis movies were her uh, big credit, and uh, she's in all the other ones, Joe. So we uh, we follow her story. For Luckily, they didn't make a part five, and we only have to watch her for two more movies. Uh, so. Yeah, it ends with her uh, defeating Nebula. And uh, and we're left on a little bit of a cliffhanger because she's going to go back to the future. Or, or what the, how the fuck did this end? Dude, this... The, the second to the last shot of the movie is fucking her in a Jeep driving away and yeah. it's one of those shots where they lock it down Does and you just see right. the fucking jeep drive all the way down the road until it's real small and then they do one more shot after that where it's the jeep again driving all the way down the road real small Maybe you didn't need two in a row, you fucking idiot. Just, just do the one and add your stupid CGI mm. effect. And mm. I thought they showed like a nebula or something at the end. Yeah, no, I mean they did, but yeah. you could have added that little, you know, <laughs> CGI flare at the end of the first shot. You didn't need to. All right, let's throw take two in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to watch a fucking buff broad run around the desert. Here's the movie for you. That's that's about all this shit fucking is. Just this fucking unfuckable woman running around the desert. I'm sorry. It just sounded funny, so I said it. I'm sure some ugly fucks. Gotta ring a truth. It's just jokes, lady. Please don't yeah, beat like, my man. ass. I know you could. I'm not hungry. Thanks. <laughs> <sighs> nah. I don't think I want to tit fuck you. Thanks, though. I, I guess I, I would assume it would be like fucking rocks. <laughs> And by that, I mean to Dwayne Johnson's. <laughs> you 
had the bald version and then the one with his goofy ass hair and his fucking tassel necklace that hung down to his fucking knees. <laughs> mm. Can't believe this movie sucked, Joe. Yeah, it wasn't awful. All right. It was a it was a goddamn waste of time and a fucking waste of making a movie. Yeah, I thought Can't it was okay. Yeah, you would. It's better than hey, Panther Joe. Squad, I'll tell you that much. What? It's lots better than Panther Squad. <laughs> well, hey, Joe. You ready for uh, a very uh, quick issue of Amazing Spider-Man? A dramatic conclusion. Because last time, what, we were uh, left with them up in the sky cab? Or what What do you call those things that they're in? Oh, I can't remember. Something at the fair, I think. Yeah, just some little, like, fucking cart that takes you on a wire up and whatever. I don't a know. gondola. No, that's a fucking boat. Yeah, they're uh, they're still struggling with each other, old Punisher and Spider-Man and Nightcrawler, you know, because there's a sniper out there, and uh, they think it's the Punisher now. The Punisher thinks it's one of them. But they're in there duking it out, and then somebody starts shooting at the sky cab or whatever that box that rolls up those wires is. As okay, so maybe it's not one of us. Let's team up and join up here in a couple of nights. Yeah, because I got things to do. I want to go see uh. That four Mary Jane, and sure enough, yeah, she's already fucking Flash Thompson, you know, just my man lying around with him on the college campus. And uh, while we have that scene at the college campus, we go over to J. Jonah Jerklin, who's hitting up on some professor there and says, Hey, baby, you want to fucking get rid of Spider-Man's with me? Mm. She says, Yes, yes, I do. But that's just like set up for the next issue. Spider uh, Punisher, you know, cruises over, picks up Spider-Man in his van, and they go around town like looking for uh, looking for whoever this mysterious assailant is. Well, doesn't take us long for him to reveal himself, Tom. It is the arch nemesis, the rival, if you must, to the Punisher, name of Jigsaw, which is an extremely racist name. Which I would say radio edits. So. I would say it's very insensitive. You know, I don't know what race the guy is, but he's talking like use mugs. So I figure he's <laughs> Italian. Um, yeah, apparently he's some nobody that the Punisher like mashed up his gang and threw the guy through a plate glass window. So now he's all scarred up and he wants revenge on the Punisher. Has himself an exosuit and a fucked up face. And <laughs> He's out to, hey, I'm just going to start killing people, random people, unless you show up, Punisher. <laughs> We've already captured your bitch Spider-Man here because he was easy to knock out. Somebody just walks up behind him and hits him with a fucking gun. That spider sense ain't worth the shit. So it's pretty much three heroes ganging up on a handicap, man. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> hey, let's beat the shit out of Bob from Freeway. And he's about to... <laughs> Take off and run away, and yeah, I'll fucking kill him another day. I will, I will. But no, they they capture him. That's it. That's the end of this issue. Mm. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, these early Punisher appearances in the Spider-Man books 
aside from the first one, I'm reading all these for the first time and I'm wondering, well, I'm not wondering. It's like, oh, that's why it took so long for people to fucking uh, like this character. Because this shit sucks. <laughs> like I said, I'm pretty sure it's because of that goddamn comics code. Mm-hmm. Fucking pricks. They are pricks. Number one, Gaines versus Wortham. Hey, Joe, you like lists? I've been known to enjoy a list or two, Tom. And this time, you wanted to count down our top five rivalries of all time. And I'm going to start with fans of Whataburger versus fans of In-N-Out. Guys are going to argue about this shit every chance they get. And uh, although I prefer Whataburger, it's fucking fast food, you know. Fuck both of them when it comes down to it. Make a burger at home. You'll be happier. I agree. They both suck. Go to Portillo's. Fuck that place. <laughs> you never even been, Joe. Yeah, but they're bread. Or never bad, even but been. Bread. <laughs> Buns, as I call them. Mm-hmm. The breads. Number five, Joe. The classic, all encapsulating, good versus evil. Who doesn't like a good good versus evil story, Joe? The light versus the dark. Heaven versus hell. Good stuff. Hot stuff. Jesus versus the devil. Very erotic. Number five. At number four, kind of the same concept as the other one, but this one is uh, Star Wars fans versus Star Trek fans. This is an ongoing rivalry, and it's always funny because Star Wars fans are fucking dumb. (laughs) They got no argument whatsoever. Dumb fucks. They just got to realize they're both part of the LGBTQ plus community and Learn to get along together, because in the end, they're the same dork-ass motherfuckers. Star Wars is only accepting of the LGBTQ community during the month of June, Tom. (laughs) Well, that's the only month you're supposed to. (laughs) Number four, I have Dr. Venture versus the Monarch. Hmm. Story is old as time, Joe. And we're going to see the end of that story July 25th when the Venture Brothers movie is released. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) They could throw all the Blu-rays in a volcano and tell you to go fuck yourself. They might. (laughs) At number three. Also from the world of animation, I have Popeye and Bluto. And, you know, I think these guys would get along famously. I think they'd be really good buddies if it wasn't for that fucking whore olive oil. So he's teasing the fuck out of both of them. Sad day. All right, Joe. Let's hear it. Kick, 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 kick. That's all I can <laughs> That's good enough. I yams with my yams, Tom. <laughs> that's all that you hams. 
Speaking of hams, you know what I seen at the store yesterday for the first time ever? Ham's beer. I thought that was just some made up fucking shit. I thought they quit making that in the 60s or something. Mm, no, you could still buy it. Hmm. 366 for a six pack of tall boys. Oh, it's East Texas. <laughs> Joe, my number three. I have the greatest wrestling rivalry of all time, hmm. which is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. If you can name me a better rivalry than that, I will call you a fucking lying cocksucker, Joe. <laughs> oh, is that right? That's right. Tom, at number two, I have the greatest wrestling rivalry of all time, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon. <laughs> it's good, good one. shit. Good shit. Uh, yeah, they were better rivals than anybody that was in the ring fucking duking it out. And the shit was funny. Uh, well scripted shit at that time. It was fun. It was just fun, too, you know? And it, it was great. Like, hey, here's the fucking owner of the company, and he's out here being a heel, you know? And he's, like, supposed to be corporate America and shit, too, and Stone Cold's supposed to be the working man or whatever. It was fucking great stuff, man. All right, let's hear it. No. Okay. I can't do it. I'm telling. Either but one? You can't do either up, one? Should have just set up a table like to negotiate the the fucking contracts and shit. Just flip it. Yeah. If you see a fucking table at a contract signing, you know that shit's getting molested first. Yep. <sighs> Number two, Joe. Spider-Man has had a lot of great rivalries in his day. Some would say Green Goblin versus Spider-Man is the best. Some would say Spider-Man versus Doc Ock is the best. Not me, Joe. I'm a Spider-Man versus Venom fellow, you see. But don't worry. We'll get to that in a few years. Fuck. At number one. I have from the world of comic books, Mr. Fantastic versus Dr. Doom. Ongoing rivalry in this book. Uh, Dr. Doom is probably my favorite villain because uh, he considers Reed Richards a fucking fool. And you know what? Richards wouldn't win all the time if he didn't have those other three fucking bums backing him up. That's uh, a good rivalry. I like it. I like the two characters. Some good shit. Probably wears a dress. Probably should have gone with Fantastic Four instead of Spider-Man's, but <laughs> but you didn't hate that. yourself that much because yeah. that's a bunch of fucking pseudoscience, boring bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, my number one again, good verse evil, the darkness in the light. Earth Realm versus Outworld. 
the story of Mortal Kombat. I gotta go and buy a PlayStation 5 now so I can play that fucking game. <laughs> so be on the lookout for me selling all the shit I don't want so I don't have to pay actual money for that shit. Thank you. Joe? Join I know us you got one. next week when we're talking our favorite top five fictional buddies. Enough with the, you know, hating each other and stuff. Let's uh, have some positivity. We're talking about people that get along. Are Bert and Ernie actually gay? Or is that just something the gay mafia came up with? Find out next week as we do a deep dive into the world of Sesame Street. But before that, head on over to dwnproductions.net for all your mask, bus, props, and custom work needs. Been sick, still a little sick, so I'm behind. And I have a little behind. But that doesn't mean that you can't go to dwnproductions.net and place an order and wait just a little bit longer because after all god damn it i deserve it joe where can they buy t-shirts at quality made in america t-shirts i would prefer that you buy your shirts at fastcustomshirts.com go over there and peruse the thousand and something i don't know how many shirts there's a lot of shit there and uh as tom said in yesterday's bonus boy gob episode that uh, I did raise my prices on at the conventions, and I'm doing it on the website, too. But it just takes fucking forever. So I'd order now that shit while you can, because they are going to go up. I will find some days where I can just sit there and you know just change that fucking price. But today is not that day. So go on over there. If you need custom work, we're loaded up with custom work. But fuck it, we'll take more. We'll get it done. We'll get it to you. Shit. Fucking yeah. FastCustomShirts.com. And not only are you loaded up with work, but you're also loaded up with cum. And I would also assume that when you go and update the prices, that some of those shirts will, in fact, be taken off the website because they don't sell and you don't have the screens. So if there's something you had your eye on, probably get to that shit before it's fucking gone. Or maybe I'm just speaking out of turn. Yeah. I, you know, can't say, oh, I'll get it next time. Because Joe is going to live forever. Fuck no. Mm. All this stuff's limited edition. Because once I die, this shit's all fucking burned. Nobody else wants it. Believe me. Nobody wants to do this shit to themselves. Everybody, have a great week. Or don't. But try to. Fuck it. I got sappy on the last one and wished everybody the best and thanked them. So how about you go fuck yourself? Boy, Gab. The song,